Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 81 Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. Raise a song. Sound the tambourine. The sweet lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon on our festal day. For it is a statute for Israel, an ordinance for the house for the God of Jacob. He made it a decree in Joseph when he went out over the land of Egypt. I hear a voice I had not known. I relieved your burden, your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called and I rescued you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, while I admonish you. O Israel, if you would but listen to me, there shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow down to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would would walk in my ways. Then I would quickly subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe before him, and their doom would last forever. I would feed you with the finest of the wheat, and with honey from the rock I would satisfy you. Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 1 through 6 At that time, says the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, The people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. When Israel sought for rest, the Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore I have continued my faithfulness to you. Again I will build you, and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again you shall take your tambourines and go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Again you shall plant vineyards on the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and and shall enjoy the fruit. For there shall be a day when when sentinels will call in the hill country of Ephraim. Come, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. The Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 35 through 40. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and anyone who comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. This is indeed the will of my Father, that all who see the Son and believe in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. Good morning, and welcome to the 10th Wednesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from... uh, I was about to say I'm Bill, from Walkersville, Maryland. 
Uh, this morning's readings come to us from Psalm 81, Jeremiah 31, and John 6. And uh, in the, the readings this morning, particularly the, the two that rotate, um, there's this theme of joyful return, uh, of you know these things being you know not exactly uh, going all that well, uh, but this promise that things will get better. Again, you shall take your tambourines. Uh, again, I will build you, and you'll be built. Again, you'll plant vineyards. So it's uh, written from the point of view of things kind of suck. Um, maybe not like the worst. It doesn't sound like they're being judged. Um, and God begins by reminding the people that they'd survived the sword and found grace in the wilderness, and that God answered the prayers of the people when they made them, um, even from far away. Um, and in God, John's gospel, um, Jesus tells them about being the bread of life. You won't be hungry, you're thirsty. And so clearly that's on their minds. The people are hungry and thirsty. And Jesus is telling them, um, you know what it is to feel want right now. You know what it is to want something or need something that you don't have right now before you. Um, And that's coming. That feeling of want, that feeling of lack of of relative poverty is going to go away. Um, Things may be really bad or just kind of not great. Um, And even those times will be made better. Um, Jesus ends the in the passage by saying, um, the, I will raise it up on the last day, and that nothing of what he has given will be taken away. Um, and says it twice, in fact. Um, Jesus says that he will raise it up, all that he has given, but also all those who believe in, in the Father will also be raised up themselves. Um, and so it's this this promise, this um, indication that things are going to get better, um, that um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, as I'm so as I so frequently say. Um, and it actually made me think of coming in from the field. I don't remember if we called it redeploying or not, and unless that was um, uh, an actual like combat deployment. Um, but <laughs> field training exercises are camping trips on steroids. Um, this is basically just, I hate the word, but you know it's the equivalent of war games. So you go out and you have some kind of mission and you practice it and you come up with these plans and, you know, and other times it's, it's other things. Maybe you, you know, you have to go out to the range and, you know, especially with artillery when it takes so long to you know, get everything set up, you're out there for a couple of days. And sometimes, um, and we also call them field problems, because they often you'll find problems. I mean, that's what that's what you know training exercises are about, or identifying problems. Uh, so during a field problem, you may not know exactly when you're coming home, when you're coming in from the field, when you're redeploying. Um, and this is like your lieutenant or your your uh, commander uh, saying, "Hey, look." I know it's not that great. Just remember, we're going to be back soon. You're going to take showers. You're going to 
run to the PX, and you're going to plop down and watch TV. Um, you know, it's not about the here and now. Uh, you can almost hear uh, in Jesus' um, encouragement that what you're experiencing right now, you know, pales in comparison. Uh, you know, whether it's really bad or, you know, just not great, um, it isn't about the right now. We're serving um, for the future uh, in which we will be raised up. Um, you know, the, and that's not true of the military. You are training for the things that you'll do. Um, but that sense of, you know, when you get that f- first okay or the head nod or the whatever from your NCO and you start packing up the truck and you know it's going to take hours, um, but, you know, you're started, right? The light of the, at the end of the tunnel is, you know, you can see it. It's right there. Um, and that sense that, uh, you know, being lifted up or returning again to these things that uh, have been promised to us um, that we that we want to look forward to. They're getting closer and closer and closer. Um, and that, oh, I still remember the first shower you take is like, yeah, that's when it feels, that's the transition. You put your weapons back in the arms room. You put your equipment back in the motor pool. And, you know, the, the, the end is marked when you get to finally take a shower and ideally, but not always, put on civvies, civilian clothes. Um, that is, you know, that is what I imagine this being raised up will feel like. There'll be a time of, you know, trial and tribulation, as John talks about in Revelation. Um, and it won't get better immediately, but we'll see it coming. Um, and this, these two passages are reminding the people that you can see it coming. I'm telling you it's coming. I'm going to raise you up. You know what it's like to feel thirst and hunger now, and that's going to go away. Um, and when you keep your eye on the prize, you know, when you know that you're looking forward to that shower, right? Um, you know, maybe Gatorade from the PX on the way back or something. Um, you know, it's a it's this process of uh, re-entering the, you know, the promised land, kind of. Um, and so this promise that we're given um, is, is one that we, because it's from God, we can rely on, we can count on. God will raise us up. Um, if we believe uh, in God's name, we won't be hungry and thirsty. We'll eat the bread of life and drink from the cup of life, um, which is symbolically communion. Um, and these things that we enact every day, or maybe every week, um, those are constant reminders. Our, our lieutenant reminding us we're going home next week, right? Or <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> um, but it's that it's that glance you give one another, that knowing look of only three more days. We only got three more days, and a wake up before we pack up the truck and get back to the barracks. Um, and so this sense of relief um, is is often what what gets you by, what allows you to make it day after day after day. You know, no change of uniform or um, MREs for three straight days. The thing that keeps you going is knowing um, that we're supposed to be going home, right? This may suck, but it's just for now and before we head back home return to the barracks or, um, you know, are raised up with Christ in, in the final consummation.
A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.